Hey sis, I'm Tosh Kid, and welcome to the Girl Own It Show, where we empower women globally to overcome adversity and achieve massive personal success. Here, we provide women with the blueprint to invest in real estate and themselves so you can live your best life of health, wealth, and happiness. Join me weekly as I connect with trailblazing women who are continuously defying odds and unapologetically making boss moves. Here, our Girl Own It tribe is a premier network of dope women who are confidently owning their power, their purpose, and properties. Are you ready to join us? Let's go. Girl, own it. Hi, everyone. I'm Tosh Kid, and welcome to another episode of the Girl Own It Show, where we are a tribe of ambitious, dope women of God who unapologetically own our power, own our purpose, and own properties. Why? So that we can live our best life of faith, health, wealth, and happiness. And guess what, sis? you can sit with us. So after the show, come on and tap in and go to www.girlownittribe.com and connect with us on Facebook. For those of you who are new to the show, let me give you a little background about myself. I am the curator and visionary of the Girl Own It show, which is a division of Daughters of Divine Destiny Academy, which is a multifaceted female empowerment firm that provides inspiration, education, and empowerment for girls and women globally to shift from surviving to thriving. I am a real estate broker, consultant, and investor with with over 13 years in the industry. I have a diversified, lucrative investment portfolio that funds the abundant life that God desires for us to live. So some call me mom, some call me mentor, some call me landlord, some call me boss lady, right? And some even call me coach. And my husband, sometimes he calls me a lioness. Now, when does he call me lioness? He calls me lioness when he's joking. And it's a moment where I'm probably aggressive or upset. But as I researched the word lioness is the more that I realized that I really am one and not just in a moment where I'm being aggressive. So a lioness is a quintessential symbol of female power. And what is power? It's the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or quality. And it normally correlates with someone acting with authority, strength, vigor, courage, and boldness. While I might consider myself walking in power now, there once was a time when I didn't. There once was a time where I didn't recognize my power and or I gave my power away. And so as we're talking about that, and that's what we're going to talk about today, we are going to talk about self-empowerment. We are going to talk about time when us as women have relinquished our power to other people, or we have not walked in the full capacity of our power. So self-empowerment means making a conscious decision to take charge of your destiny or take charge of your life. That involves, guys, making positive choices, taking action to advance, and being confident in your ability to make and execute decisions. Understand that self-empowered people or people who understand and operate in their power, understand that their strengths and areas of development, I don't like to say areas of weakness to describe myself or anyone else, 
are motivated to learn and achieve, learn and achieve. But often, sometimes because we have experienced trauma, the need for love or acceptance have left us in a posture where we feel powerless, right? And so that's when we relinquish our power and give others the capacity or ability to direct or influence our behaviors, our actions, or our course of actions. There were times when I didn't know my own strength or abilities, and I didn't take ownership for our actions, decisions, my happiness, and I operated from a powerless victim mentality, you know, where we blame everybody else for something that happens in our lives, when we blame something else for something that's occurring, when an outcome happened that may not have been desirable, and it was because of our actions that we find some way to blame it on something or someone else. You know, I can give you stories upon stories upon stories, stories. I can give you stories upon stories upon stories. One of them was when I failed a class in grad school. I blamed my professor and I said that I failed because he didn't give me an extension, because he didn't like me, because he didn't understand. I was in a posture where I was not taking responsibility for my choice of action. But in reality, I failed the course because I procrastinated so much that the professor no longer granted me extensions. And so this is an example of how I did not take actions towards my advance advancement, or I didn't make a positive choice. There were times when I should have been writing the paper instead of being on social media, instead of hanging out, instead of eating, or, you know, any other thing that we find to do when we're looking for a distraction besides doing that thing that's going to lead us to an advancement because of our fear of failure. Our fear of failure can leave us stagnated, y'all, because we have painted this picture in our mind of the worst outcome. And I have painted the picture in my mind so much of the worst outcome that it manifested, y'all. I thought about that thing. I dreamt about that thing. That thing was the predominant thought in my mind that I actually manifested. So my worst thought of, of the paper, my, my worst fear of the paper was me failing. And I failed but I didn't even give myself a chance. I didn't even try. So my fear of failure overcame my faith, overcame my ability to understand the power that I had, the knowledge that I possessed, the ability that I had to write a good research paper. That fear allowed me to not make the right choices, allowed me to be stagnated and allowed me to not take actions towards advance, advancement. But thankfully, I was able to learn and move and grow past that. And I took the course again. And I, this time, I imagined myself not from a fear base of the worst thing can, that could happen, but a face base of the best thing that can happen. And guys, I passed the class when I retook it the second time. And not only did I pass, but I excelled and got an A+. What's another way or another example of how we relinquish our power? What about this one, guys? I don't know why he keeps treating me like this. I don't know why he keep doing this to me. Hmm. This is where we have relinquished our power and giving it to somebody else in which we are blaming why we are in a particular situation. Instead of, I need to figure out why I'm staying here. 
I need to figure out how to reprogram my subconscious because somewhere deep inside, I believe that this is acceptable treatment. I need to understand why I won't move. This is where we take ownership of our power and understand that we're not making positive choices and understanding how do we move from that in order to move to a place of where we make better choices and better decisions that's conducive to our advancement or conducive, conducive to us living a life of health, wealth, and happiness. So if this relationship is not bringing me happiness, why am I not moving? Why am I not making another positive choice? Why am I projecting it onto him? Why am I saying that he is doing this instead of that I am allowing myself to be here? So I need to understand that I need to shift from a victim point of view, from a victim posture, which means that I'm powerless to shifting to understanding the power that I possess in order to remove myself from a situation. Here's another example of how we operate from a powerless uh, standpoint. I've been working so hard. Why doesn't my man notice this and treat me to a vacation? Why doesn't he treat me to a day at the spa? Why doesn't he treat me to getting my hair done or my nails done? Right. And this is something that is very big, especially in the African-American community. We're dependent on our man to get our hair done, get our nails in and, and do the things that we should be doing for ourselves. Yes, it's nice if he do it. But if he don't do it, sis, but you're going to walk around raggedy without your hair getting done and your nails getting done. I have come to a place that whether or not my husband or at the time my man did those things for me, I did them for myself because I understood that those things made me happy, that those things made me feel good about myself and that I like when I look good. And so that's also shifting from a powerless standpoint to say that if somebody doesn't do it for me, that I'm going to do it for myself. Why? Because I am taking actions towards my advancements rather than waiting for somebody else to bring me to a place or take actions towards my advancement. Another thing that I do that makes me happy and moves from a powerless point to a powerful point is I buy myself flowers, y'all. I buy myself flowers. Why? Because flowers makes me happy. I remember there was a time when I used to wait until my husband or my man bought me flowers on special occasions. Y'all know the Mother's Day, the Valentine's Day, the anniversary. But what happens in between those times? We're in a posture where we're just sitting still. Why? Because we have relinquished our power to somebody else to make us feel loved, to make us feel validated, to make us feel appreciated. And so I remember one day I just made the conscious decision that I'm going to buy myself flowers. And so while I went to the grocery store to buy the bread and the milk and the cheese and the eggs for the house and everybody else and all the family, because that's what happens a lot of the times. We do stuff for everybody else as women. We take care of the children. We take care of the business. We take care of the house. We take care of everything and everybody else but ourselves. And then when we don't feel appreciated and then when we don't feel honored, then we begin to have resentment and we begin to posture in a place of depletion. But guess what? 
It's nobody's responsibility to make you feel loved but yourself. It's nobody's responsibility to make you feel appreciated but yourself. It's nobody's responsibility to make you feel valued but yourself. Because what you do for yourself, others will catch on. And nobody can't treat you any type of way that you don't treat yourself. And so that's what I do, y'all. When I'm getting the groceries, I buy myself my flowers. And I remember my husband used to always joke to me like, you ain't buying them flowers. Because that's unseen and unknown of in our community. Because why? We've postured ourselves to be these victims waiting for somebody to give us the flowers. And, you know, there's a saying, give me my flowers while I can smell them, which kind of denotes to give me my flowers while I'm alive. Because we often give people flowers at their funeral when they have already transitioned. But let's change the narrative. Let's say I'm going to give myself flowers while I can smell them. Because why? If nobody else don't do it, sis, you've got to do it for yourself. And waiting for somebody else to give you something that you want, need, or deserve, you have already postured yourself to give your power away. And then also another thing we do to give our power away is we allow other people's needs, wants, and desires to take precedence over our own. And so we think that we're posturing good. We think that we're showing love. We think that we're showing appreciation and we're doing good things. But then when we exert ourselves too much to exterior things and people and not taking care of ourselves intrinsically, we are left depleted. We're resentful and we're unfulfilled. And then we're looking at everybody else around us and we're saying, why don't you see that I'm hurting? Why don't you see that what I need? Why don't you see that I'm drained? But it's not their responsibility. It's yours to take care of yourself and then take care of the things and people around you. And so often we have left ourselves in a powerless posture because we've given so much of our power away to other things that we leave nothing left for ourselves. But today is your day of transformation, sis. Today is the day that you shift from crucifixion to resurrection. Today is the day you shift from victim to victorious. Today is the day you shift from trauma to triumphant. Today is the day you shift from powerless to powerful. Today is the day you shift from oppression to owning it. Today is the day that you shift from mediocre to abundance. Today is your day to own your power. Why? Because until you own your power, you will consistently be living and operating from a point of reactive instead of proactive. You will be sitting still waiting for someone to tell you who you are, what you should do, where you should go, how you should dress, how you should speak, what you should spend your money on. Because you have not defined for yourself what you want in life, what you like, who you are, what you want to do, now you're standing at a posture where you've given your power away and allowing others to decide and dictate that for you. Imagine this as a basketball game. If you're constantly playing the defense, how are you going to score? When you score, that's when you have reached the level of success. If all you're doing is defending and stopping somebody else from getting the ball in the hoop, when are you ever going to take action towards you getting the ball in the hoop? It's time to stop playing defense and play offense. 
It's time to stop just reacting to what people do and say to you and for you and for you to start being proactive and taking ownership of your life and your destiny to say, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is where I'm going. This is what I want to say. This is who. And so you've got to take your power back. And so I have a list of 10 ways in which you can take your power back, own your decisions, and you can start to take action and advancement towards the life that you truly desire and deserve. And if you go to the thegirlownitshow.com, you can get that list free, absolutely free, because I am excited for you to start, continue, and master Owning your power. Understand that you have the ability to make positive choices. You have the ability to be confident in your ability to make those choices. And you have the ability to take actions towards your advancement. So go to thegirlownitshow.com right now and get those 10 lists of how to own your power. Also, go ahead and join our community of other ambitious and dope women who are on a journey to own their power as well. And you can go to thegirlownitribe.com. You can sit with us. We'll be learning together. We'll be growing and glowing together. Also, I have an ebook. I have an ebook on how to design your dream life how to design your dream life because a lot of times we do not know how to operate being proactive because we have not identified what it is we really want. So now every opportunity that comes, every every um, friendship that comes, every relationship that comes, we're just grabbing a hold of it because we haven't clearly defined what it is we actually want, who it is that we are, and and what our expectations are of life. So go ahead and go to thegirlownitshow.com and grab these freebies that I have with you to help you to continue on your journey to own your power. You got this, sis. Come on, let's go. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Girl Own It Show. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.